0: Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Namaskar Bengaluru, and welcome to yet another episode of Fresh Off The Block. I'm cheerful tonight because BFC has just beaten Mumbai City FC 4-2 on the night that we're recording this episode. Uh, First of all, I have to apologize for the fact that we haven't released an episode in quite a while, but that's not been due to lack of effort. But we've had technical difficulties that have prevented us from releasing those episodes. Um, But since we've last spoke to you, uh, Bengaluru FC have a new coach and it's German Italian, Marco Petsayoli, who has been appointed as Carlos Quadrat's successor at Bengaluru FC. And to get the lowdown on everything about our new coach, uh, let me first introduce my panel to you. First of all, as always on Fresh Off The Block, we have Rakesh Haridas with us. Raki, say hi.
1: Hello, Bangalore. It's been a long, long time. Like Adi said, apologize, apologies for not uh, you know being there with you guys in a very tough time. But we did record two podcasts, two or three episodes. But uh, screw Skype. It was just shit. And sorry again. But uh, we found some new... Uh, software setups, uh, hopefully to be with you in these tougher times again. Yeah.
0: Right. And to get the lowdown on the German-Italian course that we have, we have someone from Germany on the episode as well. A very special guest in Arunava Chaudhary, who is an expert in Indian football. He's been working within the Indian football industry for the last 20 years, uh, now is based in Germany and doing a lot of work with the German Federation, with the AIFF, with various stakeholders connected to Indian football. And Arunava, it's a good day to be connecting with you because you also helped help set up Mumbai City FC in 2014. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that today. We'll talk about our the new German coach that BFC have. So first of all, I have to welcome you on to Fresh Off The Block. Thanks so much for accepting the goods.
2: Thank you, guys. And uh, as we uh, do in sports, you know, congratulations first on the win. Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. And uh, again, one fair play, I think, is a very important aspect. But uh, yeah, let's 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 get to talk to you about Marco Paceoli, um who is uh, joining BFC, which I think. Uh, uh, is a is a big move for the club, uh, moving away, after having started off with someone who was English uh, in Ashley Westwood, then moving on to the, to to being Spanish under Albert Roca and Carlos uh, Cuadrat, and now moving to someone who comes in with a little bit of a different approach, I guess, with a more German approach in 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 Marco Petzoli and um, who will hopefully. Um, take BFC back to, to where it belongs and that means amongst the top clubs in Indian football Yes and for those who follow Arunava on Twitter uh, one are the pet
0: peeves that he has is with how the Indian commentators or not the Indian just all the commentators in the ISL have pronounced German names so <laughs> Arunava f- first of all how do you pronounce our new coach's name uh, as best as you I know mean-
2: the thing is that if, 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 you, if you are trying to pronounce his name by just looking at, at the letters, you will totally get lost. So as the way we pronounce it here in Germany, it's Marco Pezzaioli. Um And again, I guess at the first press conference, that will be one of the first questions for him uh, to answer, being someone who's German and who's Italian. So um, yeah, that's a, that can be a tricky, tricky surname.
0: Right. Uh, so let's hope that the coach clarifies it and the commentators are listening. Uh, but, uh, moving away from that, Arunova, why you're here on the show is to give us a lowdown about this, this coach that not many people in India have heard about before, but he's left a pretty high profile job as the technical director of a Bundesliga club, Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, to come to Bengaluru FC as the head coach now, yeah. uh, so, what do you make of what he's done in his career so far and what kind of move this is for him?
2: So, he is not the typical name you would suggest who's uh, you know, played at the highest level. He's played at uh, Fawfair Mana in his hometown club, uh, which was semi-pro uh, in those days. And, and, and early on, moved into coaching, coached um, Kalsworth's Tseya club, which has brought out players like Oliver Kahn, you know, and uh, um, Hakan uh, at AC Milan at the moment, you know, since so worked in their youth setup um, before then um, joining South Korean legend uh, Bum Kun in that uh, Suwon Blue Wings and um, spending quite some time in South Korea where he had his first Asian experience before returning to Germany to coach at... Um, at Eintracht Trier, didn't, didn't last too long at the club, but then moved on to the German FA, to the DFB, coaching the under 15, 16s, 17s and 18s, and had his most successful spell with the, the under-17s, where he won the, the European Championships in 2009 with a squad which included players like uh, Mario Goetze, you know, the, who scored the winner in the 2014 World Cup final. Uh, Marc-André Stegen was the goalkeeper, who now is at Barcelona, Band Leno, his, his understudy, who was, was at, at Arsenal, Skodan Mustafi is another player from that squad. So, you know, he had to do with, with quite high profile juniors. And then he left uh, the federation to uh, be uh, first assistant coach and then later on the head coach of um, uh, 1899 Hoffenheim, uh, which is one of the clubs to uh, to have been brought up into the professional game by by Ralf Rangnick who's called the professor here in Germany so you know and 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 free flowing possession based attacking football um which which uh, you know with a high pressing game and and then he uh, left Germany to to uh, go to south uh, sorry to go to after south korea second destination in asia was japan he he spent um a while at serizo uh, osaka and uh, and from there, he moved on to, to China to spend um, a little over three years at uh, Guangzhou Evergrande as, as their technical head and coaching the under-17s, helping them to set, their, set up their youth system, one of the biggest and most successful Asian clubs in the last few years uh, before returning to Germany and uh, joining the academy and the, 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 the youth setup of Eintracht Frankfurt as their uh, technical director. Um, spending also a while of coaching there under 19s, and um, yeah, was was doing well at Frankfurt. Might have been a candidate to become the sporting director in the future, but uh, I guess the BFC offer was too good, and I guess he wanted to get back into coaching. And after experiences in South Korea, Japan, and China, uh, you know, he wanted to go to another rising football giant of Asia. Yep,
0: uh, rising football giant in Asia, and. One of the giants, uh, let's put it that way, in this country is Bengaluru FC. Uh, Raki, you've heard Arunavat speak about what the coach achieved at the Germany, uh, the German Federation with the youth set up there. The buzzword at BFC right now is youth, isn't it? So, if if you put two and two together, then you understand why this sort of appointment
1: was made. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh... I, I mean, I have in uh, good authority the reason why Carlos Quadrat was sacked. The prime reason being that the progress of the youth setup was stunted. Uh, we haven't seen. We have constantly seen the decline of Udanta, who is, you know, who is our golden boy, right? We've been seeing him since the last six years. We've let go of who who is again an academy uh, protege. And we have seen the likes of uh, the Leons, the Edmonds, the Farags, uh, Emmanuels, and everybody do well in the youth setup and yet wait for their opportunities uh, to get into the senior team. They didn't get any any of that, any look in under Carles, except for that one or two AFC matches. So that was. Uh, Kind of the biggest worry at BFC, and I think that was a prime reason why Carlos Quattrano was sacked at BFC. So, and the club was very honest in in the statement in, in the sacking statement itself, where they said the sacking is because the uh, visions are not in alignment, and uh, this is not what uh, we at BFC want. So. I like this appointment primarily because we are true to what we committed when we started and uh, that is where the appointment of coach Marco Coppaoli is important so and uh, being in, in this industry and in our you know long chat with Arunava itself uh, we've been discussing the same thing that how how does this appointment uh, you know factor in the whole BFC picture, and everybody was shocked. Everybody was shocked as to uh, how BFC pulled this off because this, in Germany and in some Asian circles, is a coup. Uh, how BFC pulled this is is a coup, uh, to, uh, at least in some circles. So, I'm very excited. I'm, I mean, not not no not going with any hype or anything, but I'm really excited to see what uh, what coach Marco is going to do with our existing well-oiled machinery of the youth system and a very well uh, you know, managed setup at uh, IIS in Bellari. So We have the setup ready. We have the players. I hope we sign uh, good youngsters and uh, they can finally make it to the BFC senior team. And that is something that we, we have always taken pride of and uh, that is what I want to see. That uh, graduation from the junior team to the senior team, and we back to where we belong, winning those trophies and constantly representing Asia. So, I'm very excited. And this and the coach is somebody who has managed big players. He has managed big egos in the dressing room. So he will have all the support in the world from a club like PFC. So, very excited.
0: Very excited indeed, Rakesh. Uh, I'll move to Arunava with my next question. Um, First two-part question. The first one, uh, were you surprised that he left a job at a Bundesliga club? I mean, Eintracht Frankfurt are no main club, right? They made the Europa League semi-final just a couple of seasons ago. So were you surprised that he left a job at such a reputed club to come to
2: India? I mean, if you want to be head coach and you... um, you want to develop players. Um, he's sort of moved out of the position that clubs in Germany at the top level would look at him, you know, um, they would rather look at him as someone being someone to develop a, a team, as to develop a club. So rather, you know, he would not be in the remit of clubs in, let's say in the top 20, 25 clubs in Germany in the Bundesliga and in Bundesliga too. So, so that's one. And the other thing is that, again, he's, he's worked successfully in Asia and, and I think um, you will have heard a few things about India um, from, 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 from certain people. And, and um, BFC's re- track record of being, you know, one of the most professional teams in Indian football is also known in Europe. And, and just to give you an example, uh, on Transfermarkt, um, you know, the German platform, on the German page, uh, it was highlighted that he's left Frankfurt to join a club in India. So, so, so the impact, as, as Rakesh said, was, was quite big. But again, he's someone who, who I think at the moment that what BFC wants to achieve uh, fits that billing. That he has that adv- uh, that knowledge of having worked in an academy setup of having developed players not only for the German FA but also you know in, in, a, in a place like China. And um, but on the other side, he's also worked with, with with senior teams in the Bundesliga or 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 in in in, in, in South Korea or in Japan which puts him in a very interesting position of, of trying to put that puzzle together. I think there's, there's some rebuilding to be done next summer. And, uh, you know, BFC will have to replace some, you know, no disrespect, some old war horses um, and, and bring in a younger talent, be it amongst the foreigners, but also amongst some of the Indians as well. And, and, and then you put that puzzle together. And I think that is the challenge. That's an interesting challenge. And that also depends on... The the, the the local inputs that uh, you know the the coaching the local coaching staff will have to give him uh, but I'm sure that that Marco will do his homework or try to do his homework in regard to who who the Indians are and and, and again the ISL this season is you can watch it here in, in Europe as well um, on an official uh, live streaming platform so I guess he will have watched a few matches before um, flying off to India
0: right and another question that I have uh... At the turn of the century, uh, Germany had a huge overall of, of their youth setup, right? And and Marco eventually went into that, where he was coaching all of the age group teams. Uh, so, if you could explain what Germany did in a nutshell, and if he could possibly replicate a, that at BFC, then uh, that's what the fans want, right? Mm-hmm. A model where the, the system is churning out players like Mario Götze and Mark andre just all, all of those names
2: that you mentioned. I think um, the turning point for German football was the year 2000 when Germany and England were em- emanated from the 2000 Euros in the Netherlands and Belgium in a group with Portugal and Romania. And, you know, England was celebrating the 1-0 victory against Germany through an Alan Shearer goal. But in the end, both the teams were out. And a 40-year-old Lothar Matthias was playing for Germany. And as, as legendary as Lothar Matthias is, he's the record player for Germany. He was the captain in 1990 when Germany won the World Cup. But if a 40-year-old is one of your key players, um, there's something wrong with the system. So Germany, the German FA then, then came together, uh, discussed it with the clubs because they bank on the clubs to develop the players that are then part of the, the, the youth and senior national teams. And they came up with the, the concept of sets, Nafu Leistungszentren, which in an Indian nutshell would be academies something like what what BFC has in Bilari, um, what others are trying to replicate in other parts of India um, and uh, not only work on on, on, on on building those academies but also on the coaches so so Marco is part of that first batch of generations and and there's another interesting Indian link as well when he did his coaching licenses, he did his license together with the former India youth coach Nikolai Adam. And uh, Nikola Adam actually works at Eintracht Frankfurt as well, so you know there are some indirect links uh, that, that 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 they are there in this, and 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 he's been able to to learn and you know uh, use part of a generation of coaches in the the late 2000s um, who who then built a very very successful and very very strong youth system. The under 21s won in 2009. Um, the the um, European Championships as well, a four nil against England with a core batch of players like Manuel Neuer, Jérôme Boateng, Mats Hummel, Sami Khedira, Mesut Özil, um, you know, all the players who went on to win the 2014 World Cup. So Germany had a sort of 20, 25-year plan, but that plan really worked within a 10, 15-year window. Um, again, the Germans are very detail-minded and, and work very, very hard. But again, what, what I think helped Marco as well as over the years as well will be his experiences in a South Korea. Uh, in Japan, especially also in China. I think that working at Guangzhou Evergrande will help him a lot at BFC and understanding, you know, even though China and India are are, are two different countries, or you would say two different continents in that way. But again, I think that will help him in in, in being being able to adopt uh, when he um, takes over at BFC.
0: Right. Uh, Again, very detailed uh, explanation of why we should be excited. And with
2: the Nikolai Adam thing,
0: Uh, I just want to add that Nikolai Adam, when he was the under-17 Indian coach, loved Suresh Wangjam. So, I think BFC fans can be excited at the fact that we will
2: get to see more of Suresh Wangjam next season. So, I'll tell you an interesting story if you want Um, to know what the Suresh Wangjam thing is. That uh, Nikolai Adam and his assistant, uh, you know, he had an A and a B team at the under-16s preparing for the under-17 World Cup. And Suresh was not part of the A team. You know, it was Amarjeet, it was Jackson, it was other players who were, you know, ahead of Suresh. And Suresh was often injured as a 15, 16 year old or took his breaks and, you know, took longer than he should. And Nickel Adam had a clear word with him and said, you know, son, if you want to be a professional footballer, you have to get back quicker, you have to harden up, you have to physically strong enough, Strong get stronger. And uh, I guess those pieces of advice, I think, helped him if you look at him now. Um, you know, so Suresh is one of those players that hopefully will not only be successful at BFC, but also be successful at the senior Indian national team in the years to come. And those, I think those aspects will be very, very important. And I'm sure that Marco will have had a conversation with Nikolai about these things, you know, get some inputs about Indian football before also making a decision to go to India. I'm sure that they, you know, working together at the same yep. club, they will have had that conversation And I think that will help him also to settle in into India as well. Despite all the problems with pandemics and this and that, you know, I think it's a difficult time for a foreign coach also to come to India. Because getting an overview, I think, which you normally would be able to get is a little bit more difficult. Right. Uh, I love that story. I love that story where you talked about Suresh needing to harden up because
0: Suresh is now called the bull.
1: El Torito.
0: El Torito. Uh, Raki, I mean... There, there was so much being said about certain players right, and how um, BFC need to freshen up. So, so the fact that now you can draw parallels to a system where a 40-year-old Lota Mateus uh, was phased out. Now you can draw parallels to BFC where we have a 38-year-old Dimas who probably won't extend his contract. We, we don't know, but he's in the last year of his contract. Um, we have an ageless wonder as captain, but you wonder how long he can go on. He's 36 years old, all said and done. Uh, we've had foreigners play at this club for five, six years together. Uh, so do these things that Arunava said that uh, Marco has been part of a system that that went the youth from relying on experienced 40-year-old players. So does the fact that he's been part of such a system excite you now?
1: I think the overall plan, the overhaul, uh, which has been pending at BFC, which was supposed to happen this year, couldn't happen because of the pandemic and uh, BFC planning to stick to the existing core because you went into a bio-bubble and BFC decided to stick to a team that were together since, you know, a long time because the dynamics were important. Clearly, that didn't work for us. You never know because there are still two games left. Uh <clears throat> And so many freak uh, incidents and stuff, injuries and, you know, personal tragedies and uh, all that aside. Uh, That was the reason that we didn't probably go for a major overhaul and some signings that didn't work for us. Uh, I think Marco, with the track record of, you know, being in a system which successfully managed to do a complete overhaul and managed to get those results. I think he's the right man. Because, like I said, there was there was a big list, and uh, he has made it from that big list. So there must be something, which probably one day when uh, say Mandy would come on this podcast and explain it to the uh, it to us. I mean, that's one of my that's the dream content that I'd be, you know, I'd want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> All, uh, All of us want that. Probably, yeah, exactly. That's. That's that's one uh, target that I'm eyeing for, right? Uh, so, uh, so that's that's some, he's somebody that is, you know, successfully seen that. I mean, seen that overhaul and uh, being successful. So that is probably one huge tick mark why he got that job. So that is I am like like when Rava explained it, I am, you know, sort of excited now. If I, I was already, now I'm more excited. And I can't wait for this fan to start because AFC Cup is the fine, is the great platform that yeah. we all dream of always, right? Yeah. We, we have to perform. And if you ask me or any BFC fan, what is our greatest achievement? Crystal still that we have played in the AFC Cup final. And it is the biggest dream would be to do one better. Right? There's that. We have won the I-League, We have won the Fed Cup. We have won the Super Cup. We have won the ISL. But any day, give us the F C Cup, we'll trade in all those trophies. So that has been the dream from since day one, and uh, I see somebody who can take us there. And uh, Coach Marco is given a three-year contract, and I, I probably see he can try experiment. I mean, I don't. I'm not expecting uh, wonders in the in year one, but uh, if he's from that. Ralf Racknick School of Thought, we can see exciting football and see those young talents who we know are definitely talented. We have seen that under coach Musa. I mean, we've seen some wonderful football after college has left. Uh, I mean, all credits to Musa to give that confidence to the youngsters and just ask them to be fearless and just go play their natural game. And we've seen that happening. Like now everybody is saying that this is this is a BFC which we have missed for a long time, right? Yeah. There's no fear. Everybody's playing playing. I mean, Udanta is just unchained. Leon just coming out, just going after the ball. Now today Asik was back after two months. Uh we've seen Suresh, Parag, I mean everybody. And then there's that Ageless one, the Chetri who is fighting for that last you know, every inch yeah. uh, on that field. So The reasons to be excited, I'm also very excited to see who the new foreign signings are because uh, we're a club who, who, you know, who has probably foreign players who've played for us for five years. I don't think any other club in India has that record. Uh, I mean, there's something, that stability that we give the players. Uh, I would like to see that. So, probably... Much younger players now. Now that the league is getting bigger and the wages are getting bigger, and now we'll switch to a three plus one format. Uh, Would love to see, probably, maybe if, uh, depending on Coach Marco's uh, network in Asia and in Germany, I would like to love to see young, uh, young players who would get bigger contracts at the club, like a 27-year-old, like. Like a Marty Steinman kind of a player. What a wonderful player he is. Yeah. So, players like that. So, having said that, really exciting times ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, really exciting times ahead. Uh, if we were to sign a midfielder like Marty Steinman to replace uh, Dimas Delgado, I'm going to jump at that opportunity, uh, if you ask me personally. Uh, but Arunava... I mean, we've we've spoken in glowing terms about the, mm-hmm. the work that Coach Marco has done. Uh, but, all, you know, on these WhatsApp group chats that we have, when the announcement was made, without knowing much, the first thing, the, pretty much the only thing we can do is go to a Wikipedia yeah. or a transfer market where they have stats. And then you see his winning percentage is 23-24% throughout his career as head coach. Um, do you think you could read anything into that? Because, I mean the way that i reassured everyone in the group was was by saying that sergio Lovera had a win percentage around 30 before he came to india and look what he's doing here but um would you would you say that is reason to worry or would you ask us to completely would ignore say that i
2: ignore it for the start at least um i think sergio Lovera, you 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 know hit hit the nail on the head i think it's a very very good example of when fc goa brought him in um you know uh, after the legendary zico um you know a lot of expectations he's been uh, exactly what Marco, I think, would would need to do at BFC as well. I think FC Goa, in that way, is a, is a little further ahead um, in their structure in regard to that they have been able to channelize their young players uh, into the first team, you know, and 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 of course they fall back on a very very strong system in Goa from the Goa Pro League. You know, you're, you're able to call on players from a Salgauka from a Sporting Club, the Goa, or even from a Dembo. Um, but again, Marco, I think the good good thing with him is that, uh, that he knows both sides of the story in the sense of that he knows how to work with players at senior level but also at youth level. But uh, Rakesh said one thing which is very, very important as well is that you need to give him time. So I think if you expect him to do wonders from day one, starting with the AFC Cup and starting also next season, I think, you know, I think he needs to get a feel. He needs to get an understanding. I think he'll look at the under-19s. He'll look at the the under-17s. He'll also look at the B team and then try to figure out, okay, which are the kids that who I want to give a chance, um, who, who you know, BFC will have to do a rebuilding also with, with some of the Indian players. I'm hearing that some of the players are going to leave. So, it means that, you know, that, that there will be some influx. And yeah. and I think, um, you know, speaking also about Sunil is, you know, even though Sunil is now, uh, you know, he's most probably can play till he's 50. But I think Sunil still has an aim in two years to play, <laughs> the AFC Asian Cup if India qualify for China. So I think then he's got two more two more years over there. I think Sunil has been also a driving force in the last few matches of where the team has picked up again. You see him, he's like the coach on the field where he's trying to help the young players and he's going to be a very, very crucial factor for Marco uh, in trying to understand Indian football and in trying to build that, rebuild yeah. that team. But again, you your Indian... Uh, a spine sort of could be there or could be leaving so you know th- there's a lot of these small little things and again uh, Mati steinman i think as you've mentioned him would not be a bad signing in my opinion because again he speaks the same language he speaks german but he's also got one year of india under his belt and he knows the football that marco betsalausi would like to play Petzal, so so that is something again that could be a winning winning situation so it would be very interesting to see how this whole puzzle that's an interesting puzzle that uh, the club management and and the new head coach will have to put together in ahead of the next season because there is some spending to be done by BFC after not doing it uh last last uh or, or this at the start of this season uh due to the pandemic and, and still believing in that this older squad will sort of see them through correct uh i mean that's that's one thing that's um i wouldn't say irked, but that's one thing that has been spoken
0: about quite a bit in the close circles we have as fans that uh, at, at some point during a rebuild, the club has to open its purse strings. And uh, I think there is no better time to do that than when you have a new coach in place and when he wants to implement what he wants to at the club. Uh, but Raki, I know that you said that you, you we shouldn't expect too much too early. Uh, but there is precedent to Bengaluru FC appointing a new head coach before an AFC Cup campaign.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, uh, the last time we did, uh, we ended up being in the finals, uh, losing to the Hamadi and uh, the Air Force Club. But uh, I am I'm not going with any expectations. I honestly want to have a winning team, a good core. Honestly, my priorities would be a people and somebody who the coach, uh, who the team can confidently spend the money on? I mean, and I I don't want it to be mind mindless spending. It has to be, you know, proper, smart, uh, you know, smart spending where we're looking at the next five years. Uh, quality Indian buys, because uh, obviously there are rumors of people leaving in the old squad. Uh, we were trying to. Uh, we had some panic buys, which I don't think fits in the BFC philosophy, uh, so I'd uh, like a good rebuild that can take us through the next five years. That's and for me, Dan. Yes, winning trophies is very important at BFC, but my immediate priority would be a rebuild and uh, seeing the next five years and probably probably strategy to replace sunil That'd be my immediate priorities. Uh- and whoever is worrying that BFC has no money, please uh the <laughs> <Wicked. laughs>
0: Uh <laughs> Raki, uh, do you have any questions for Arunava? Because we have him on the show today, so might as well make the most use of it and put to him any questions that we have.
1: I mean, uh, <laughs> since the appointment, I've been bugging him every day. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, on such short notice, he has accepted the you know invitation to be on the podcast. Uh, but uh, I for uh, for uh, the West Club Blues, I would want uh, you to explain what sort of football can we expect from Coach Marco? What 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 is the German? Uh, uh, football that can be expected. What is the Ralph Ratnick school of thought? What, what have you watched any of my um, uh, coach Marco? So
2: I uh, know him uh, from uh, his Hoffenheim days. I remember he most probably will have forgotten, but I've interacted a few times with him about a decade back when he was head coach of Hoffenheim around this time of the year, actually. Even. The the philosophy, of course, uh, that, that he will come in with will be, uh, you know. Um, he will. He will. I think again. He will come in with a certain philosophy. But I think he needs to under try to understand is what kind of player material do I have? You know, I I remember even with the Indian national team when Wim Koverman okay. came in, he said, "Listen, I want to play Dutch football with the, the Indian national team." So you can't do that. So the point is, you have to see who are who are my players, <laughs> what material do I have? You know, I think he would like to play again. Also, with the weather conditions, with you know, once. Traveling is allowed again. You have to all factor these in. But I think if I if I would look at Marco's game, then you know um, he would look at a possession-based football with 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 in the combination with a high pressing game with them. With, you know with a you know which could be a four-three-three or it could be a four-two-three-one sort of you know which are sort of the preferred formations. Or even if if you've got the players to play at three-five-two, you know um, which which I think with the two up front, which which would also help Sunil to play. Um, you know, in a, in, a, in a more prominent role. So, again, I think he needs to find, depending on the signings and the summers. but before that, let's see, you know, with, with the AFC Cup, with the player material he has at the moment, but he'll have to see how he can figure out how to best get that team to work. Because, again, you've got injuries, you've got players who've been out. Again, which four foreigners are you going to register for the AFC Cup? You know that question crops up as well, and that's going to be an interesting one because the younger ones need to step up. You know, we have Prague, Ajit, you know, uh, Ajay. All these boys will uh, need to step up, and, and that's going to be very, very important for him to be able to see what he has. Or does he also already have a look at the uh, the the players who are playing in the in the BDFL league, um, and maybe call up one of those boys into the AFC Cup squad? anything theoretically is possible. But again, you know, with the due to the uh, Corona virus and, and, and the bubble rules and this and that and everything, those things might be a little difficult.
0: Right. Um, so possession based high pressing all, all good buzzwords to have all things to get really, really excited about. Uh, so we have to wait about a couple of months to see what Marco Petsayoli really does when he takes charge of BFC, uh, starting from the AFC Cup qualifiers that we have lined up after the ISL season. Uh, we still have two games in the ISL season before that, though. It's not it's not completely done yet. There's still, there's still some kind of hope left. Hope is never a bad thing. Um, but with that, we've come to the end of this episode of Fresh Off the Block. Uh, the first thing I have to do at the end of the episode is thank Arunava Chaudhary for taking the time out uh, to come here and explain to us what, Marco Petsayoli is all about, what we can expect from him, how we should be excited. Welcome. So, thank Thanks you so for much for coming, Arunava. And as usual, thank you to Rakesh Haridas.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Arunava. Thank you for accepting this.
0: To our listeners, uh, hopefully we have the technical platform sorted now and we can we can start bringing out episodes at a more regular pace. Uh, once again, apologize for being away for a long time, but Uh, Thanks for listening to us. Do keep listening to us. We will try to bring more interesting content to you. This has been Fresh Off The Block. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Fresh Off The Block.